0: Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And earlier this week, we did an episode about opting out of over apologizing. And that episode was all about how to stop yourself from saying sorry too much, which is an epidemic, particularly in the professional world and just in the personal world of women. But we also talked about how to opt out of apologizing for the way you live your life, the choices you make, what brings you joy and what doesn't. But I didn't want to close the week without bringing the counterside to that, which is that we live in a world where people just don't say sorry enough. Usually it's not women <laughs> or we don't give meaningful apologies. So we overuse the word sorry and we over apologize to the point where it loses its meaning. And we've all been there before where we basically are brushing by someone, don't even look at them in the face, actually might hit them. We're like, sorry, we just keep moving. That sorry probably feels somewhat empty to the person who experienced it. I've been on both sides of that. I've been the one giving the terrible sorry. And I've also been the one that's getting brushed past. And then someone says sorry, like just as an afterthought. Sorry becomes a word that has lost its meaning. And I think it's really important that we talk about how to give meaning back into that and how to apologize in a way that makes a difference. We've all been victims of poor apologies and we've all been aggressors or transgressors, I guess would be the word, of giving a bad apology. It's a universal problem. But I feel like for Black women, we have often had such historical poor apologies, like culturally poor apologies, that we are not sure of what to expect from an apology, what it should look like and how apologies, when done well, can change dynamics, improve relationships, and mend pain, emotional pain. And so I wanted to spend some time talking about the three ways and three parts to a really good apology, and then talk about what that looks like in our day-to-day life. So we've already covered how to opt out of over-apologizing, particularly when we do it from a place of especially when we do it out of a place of wanting to keep ourselves safe or managing people's egos, things of that nature. Now I want to talk about what do we do when we actually have messed up or have been wronged and how to facilitate and get the apology we deserve, how to let it go if we don't, and how to, more importantly for us, what we do have control over, how to give a good apology. So the first thing that I would suggest is that we think about making sure that when we apologize, we don't center ourselves. We, this is something that's very common when it comes to apology. It's really important to us when we make a mistake that people understand that that wasn't our intention. We're a good human. We're sorry. We want to give a lot of context and a lot of explanation when we apologize. And so the first step is how to be able to navigate that without sucking the air out of the room when we apologize. We've all been on the side of an apology where people are like, I am so sorry. And then they launch into a whole scenario about why they did the thing that they did that bothered you or that brought hurt or harm to you. And they may be good explanations. But the problem is, is by time you finish giving an explanation like that, it it becomes less about the person and more about the person who's wronged. It becomes less about the person who was wronged and more about the person who committed the wrong, making them feel okay. When we go overboard with giving explanations and context and how bad we feel and we make it all about ourselves, we don't really hold ourselves accountable in a way that mends or repairs a damage. And yet at the same time, it's really important to say how we feel. It wouldn't be a great apology if we never said that we had emotional responses to what happened. You know, if we're embarrassed or angry or frustrated with ourselves or sad or whatever that is, disappointed, it's totally okay to say, I'm sorry. You know, I'm embarrassed or sad, disappointed in in myself about what I've done and insert what the thing is. But the first step is not making it about us. Make sure when you give an apology that it's not all about you, but it's about how you are connecting with the other person and addressing what the mistake has been. So once you've done that and you've not centered yourself in in an apology, the second way is to just admit your mistake and its impact. In another way, it's just owning it. Own what you did. Say, I'm sorry that I'm repeatedly late or that I have you know, missed a deadline on this project, if it truly is your responsibility, then you need to own that and then own the impact. If you missed the deadline on a project, I'm sorry that I missed the deadline on this project and it cost the team or the company this amount of damage. Or I'm really sorry that I made such a thoughtless comment. I'm sorry I made such a thoughtless comment. I'm sorry if that hurt your feelings or that made you feel like I didn't respect you as a friend. Those types of statements and phrases are so important. I'm sorry I I was late. I know that it might've made you feel like I didn't appreciate your time or value it. Those kinds of phrases show that you take ownership of what happened and you putting it into the world. We don't want to ignore that. And then the last part is just make amends, figuring out how to make it better. How can you repair a relationship? So what does that look like in practice? Let's take something simple. We made a thoughtless comment about someone we care about. We thought we were being funny and it wasn't funny at all and it hurt their feelings and they told us. A simple way to apologize for that is to say I'm I'm, you know, I'm sorry that I made that comment. I'm really disappointed in myself that I said that. I know when I said that thoughtless comment It made you feel like I didn't respect you or value you as a friend. And so in the future, I'm really going to think before I speak and try to work on making sure that my words are thoughtful and show you like how much I value you in my life. Keep it simple. And it doesn't have to be exactly word for word, for what I said, but it has to be kind of close. When we apologize, it's so important that we say how we feel, that we acknowledge that we did the thing, we own it, and then we repair our relationship. We offer something to do to make it better, and we put thought into what's going to make it better, and we actually try to work on it. Knowing how to apologize is so powerful. It's a superpower. It changes relationships. Relationships that are on the verge of breaking, whether it be familial or romantic, Or friendships can come back based upon our answers and the way that we apologize when things are tough. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast, like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal, it's fun. We guarantee you're gonna love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations, dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. What if 2024, you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, Imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash BGB. Get 50% off at Babbel.com slash BGB, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash B-G-B. Rules and restrictions may apply. I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts. Deals this good are hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to ButcherBox, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that ButcherBox offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com BGB and use code BGB to choose your free offer and get $20 off. The second part of this episode, though, I want to talk about how to apologize in the context of how to accept an apology and how to demand an apology for yourself, how to be able to tell when people are sincere about their apologies and when they are not. As Black women, we have not been apologized to enough. I stand by that statement. I believe it to be so just... Water is wet, gravity is real, and Black women are owed an apology (laughs) from the world. And yet we're probably not going to get it. But it's important to know what apology looks like, because what happens when we don't know how to give good apologies is we also probably don't know how to get a good apology. And as a result, we end up with people in our lives who are unapologetic in all the wrong ways. I mean, in abusive ways, in boundary breaking ways. When you don't know what apology is supposed to look like, you will accept a lot of nonsense from people and you will not be able to tell when someone is being toxic. Again, I, everything has got like a little, and remember, we are all guilty of giving bad apologies. So you don't just get rid of someone in your life or quit a job because someone gave a bad apology, but you can start to see patterns of people, right? Where their intentions do not match up with their behavior and their apologies are careless and thoughtless. And those people you want to stay far, far away from. Stop waiting for apologies that aren't going to come, but instead become active in your life and a detective in figuring out who is for real and who's just not. Who needs to go and what situations you need to get yourself out of to get into healthier ones. Because I will tell you the way people apologize says so much about themselves. We've got people out in the world who don't apologize for all manner of horrible things. I'm sure everyone listening could give a scenario where they have been wronged horribly and either not gotten an apology or gotten a really horrible one or have been in truly abusive relationships where gaslighting occurs. Again, I think gaslighting is overused in the world, but in this case, it's when someone really makes you question your reality by not apologizing. It happens a lot in very abusive relationships where people will literally hurt you and then try to gaslight you into believing that they never harmed you and you can like see the bruise. That kind of thing happens. Knowing what an apology looks like is empowering, one, to be able to give it in the right way and help enhance your relationships across the board but also to detect when people are just not for real and when it's time to get them out of your life. There are a couple of things that are tests that I keep in my mind for who should be in my world in any capacity. Let me be very clear, whether it's romantic, familial, my family, my friends, my professional relationships, and it's these two things. I always think about keep People around you in your life who are excited for you when things are going good. Keep your joy friends. The people who are excited for you when things are going good are hard to find and a really good test. There's a lot of people who will be there for you in the bad times, but they get uncomfortable when good times start rolling in. And I'm sure you know what I mean when I say this. So that was my first test as to who I want in my world. But my second test is how people apologize. Do people own? Their mistakes? Do they try to do better? They're the people I wanna work with professionally. When I think about companies I wanna take on, I wanna hear from their leadership some accountability and some understanding that, like, we haven't done things great in the past and we're owning that. We wanna do something different. Likewise, in my personal relationships, I want people to acknowledge when they haven't done what they're supposed to do and are trying to be better. And it doesn't necessarily have to be with me. It's just something you can detect from people just in general, right? How they are in the world. Those are the tests I have. How are you for me when I'm things are going good? Do you show up for me? Do you support me? How do you apologize? Are you someone who owns your stuff? If you don't, there is no room for you in my life. Not personally, not professionally, if I can help it. Not in any capacity. But likewise, if you are able to do that, then I am all in and wanting you in my world. That's the power of understanding apology. Knowing what it is, learning to use it, but also being able to detect how people apologize makes a difference. In your relationships, it's gonna save you a lot of time and energy. The first time there's conflict and there's always conflict, there's always like little things that happen and things that occur Take note, how do they own it? And they apologize. They don't have to do it perfectly, but you know within yourself when people are genuinely sorry and when they're not. And take action then in the early part of the relationship. And if you've been in relationships with people, uneven friendships, not healthy boundaries with the family, toxic partnerships, it's not too late to take this kind of inventory about who they are and start putting up some boundaries to protect yourself, keep yourself out of struggle and bring yourself one more step closer to having a life filled with joy. So try some of this, try using those tips about how to apologize in your day-to-day life and also start looking at the apologies you get from others through that same lens and you will be able to set better boundaries, protect yourself and live a much more peaceful life. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. Give me and the team so much energy, and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain.